0: You should be stacking your diet with protein equally with carbs, because if you eat just a high carb meal, let's just say we eat two bagels, and the an English muffin, you go to work, what happens is you have such a spike in insulin where in four hours, you'll experience that crash. So Yes, your body's receiving enough calories, but your insulin was spiked so high, you released so much insulin, it dipped so low, where you had that crash, and now you, your body needs another Oh, I gotta go.
1: Hey. I've been working, told them please don't hit my
0: phone.
1: I'm in my zone, bro, just leave me alone. Hey. Was on the road, but that's why I'm coming home. Now the drinks on me, I think we need a toast. Hey. See, I did it for me. Now my old friend's calling, told him nothing's for free. Told me time is money, dog, that's why I paid on my fees. I was starving for this game, now my fan, they can't eat.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Cup of Nurses podcast with your hosts, Peter and Matt. We are two nurses on a mission to change this world, one conversation at a time. So let's jump right into it. If you find value in this show and want to join us on this mission, please share and review the show. It would mean absolutely everything to us. CupofNurses.com for all the info, latest updates of what we're up to, and any of our merch releases. For our Conscious Movement and our Lifestyle Podcast, you can check out
2: Warriors.com. On this episode, we got a chance to be interviewed by Alandra Segoviano. Alondra is a writer for wellandgood.com. Alandra was interested in the lifestyle of a nurse, specifically what foods we eat on shift and why. Thank you for having us on Alondra. My name is Peter Fendera and I'm here with my coworker and friend, Matt. So we've been nurses for quite a bit of time now. We graduated in 2016 and I started on nights and that's kind of currently where I'm at. I, I'm a night shift nurse. I work in ICU here in, in San Diego and I do 12 hour shifts. So luckily I work three nights a week, which is definitely life-saving because I cannot imagine myself working eight hours a day and going to work at, at night for eight hours, five times a week. So a little bit of my schedule. So my shift usually starts around 7 p.m. Usually I get ready at about four o'clock, five. I get my scrubs on, pack my lunch, and I'm usually out the door. It's about a 10, 15-minute commute for where I'm, where I'm living. Uh, and then my, my shift lasts all the way till 7 a.m. So I work a 12-hour shift, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., and usually my, my diet consists of whatever I make that day. So usually I eat a high protein diet. I like to eat a lot of meat, a lot of meat, not too much carbs, because I feel that carbs don't sit the best with me. And I'm, during a 12 hour shift, they usually give us a break here in California. We have about an hour, hour and a half break. So I usually do like 30 minute break. And then I do another 15 or two 15s or depending on, on how the the night goes. So my eating style is a little bit little bit different than Matt's. Matt's been, been doing days for quite a bit of time. I've been doing doing nights. So eating patterns are a lot different when you're when you're doing nights. I usually try to stop eating around midnight. So I try to get my lunch in at about eleven o'clock. Maybe ten PM I eat I eat my lunch and then I kinda lay low for the for the rest of the of the night. I do a lot of intermittent fasting. I stop eating at eleven or not eleven but at midnight and then I start eating once again at at a, at a four PM. So that's like a little Brief uh, breakdown of how my kind of schedule goes uh, for my night shift.
1: I know you mentioned you eat a lot of meat, so like when you pack your lunch, what do you typically go for? Do you make like a sandwich, or do you have like a bowl? Like, how do you when you start off your day? Mm -hmm. You're about to work 12 hours. What is your first meal? What's your lunch? And then what do you finish off with?
2: Okay, so start with the shopping. So usually I shop at Costco, and I buy buy things in bulk, and I usually try to get work three nights in a row. That way, my sleep schedule has some kind of a, a balance. So, what I cook mainly is steak, chicken breast, chicken wings, uh, ground beef. So, what I basically do is I just, I don't add any kind of crazy seasoning, salt, pepper, maybe some Italian seasoning. Uh, I, I I bake the chicken breast. I uh, uh, grill the, the steaks. And that's, I want to say, I want to be honest with you, it's probably like 80% of my, of my lunch. So, I probably for For lunch, um, like my work lunch, I want to say I eat about a pound to a pound and a half of some kind of a meat, so chicken, beef, steak, anything like that, and then maybe I have a little bit of a carb, like a fruit. Um, I don't eat too much other carbs, like carbs like rice or or flour, anything like that, because for some reason it just doesn't sit well with me. Then I get kind of gassy at work, and I try to avoid that. So my meals are very simple, and all day they they're basically the same thing. So I I meal prep and I meal prep a bunch of pounds of chicken or steak that lasts me a couple of days. So starting from breakfast, what that looks like on a basically daily basis is I have like three eggs, maybe two or three pieces of bacon and a piece of Ezekiel bread. And that kind of covered me me for breakfast. And keep in mind, my breakfast is usually at 4 p.m. because I fast. So That's what I consider my my, my breakfast time. Um, And then on my off day, I would have that for breakfast. And my lunch, you could say, would be around seven o'clock. Uh, maybe maybe six and that would consist of maybe like a pound pound and a half of some kind of a meat uh, a salad maybe some vegetables and uh, a piece of fruit and then if i'm not working i would have my last meal around 9 10 p.m same thing basically as i would eat for for lunch just a bunch of meat uh, maybe another salad and maybe like a yogurt and, and some fruit and that's basically uh, my my whole eating style. I'm very simple. I like to eat simple because I view food more as a fuel than, than enjoyment, you could say. I like to go out and eat, of course. I have a snack here and there, but mainly I need enough fuel to feed me because I also work out a lot. I go to the gym for about two or three hours a day, uh, maybe like five, six times a week. So protein is definitely a lifesaver. It keeps me fuller longer. Uh, but when I do need some extra energy, I go to fruits. I don't really eat too much candy and any kind of sweets. Um, usually if I do have a carb or a fruit, it's usually with breakfast time before I work out just to give me a little bit of energy. Uh, but like I said, a majority of my of my of my lunch dinner breakfast is, is just meat it's, it's, very, it's very simple I know it's, I know it's kind of boring, but that's just uh, the way I eat. Even when I was living in my parents' house, uh, I'm, I'm Polish, so a lot of our nutrition or our diet is based around, around meat. In breakfast we had meat, lunch we have, have meat, and then dinner we have meat and potatoes
1: protein which is actually really good um you mentioned veggies and fruits mm. a lot but which one specifically like do you do you prefer like berries strawberries oranges all that fun stuff and then for veggies oh, yeah. too um like which those are
2: good question so i got into a bad habit of buying all these vegetables and all these fruits and what ended up happening is i don't eat them and they go to waste so i would try to I would try to just buy a lot of vegetables, and it sounds good, and it's a it's a good idea to have. But then when it comes to it, I never eat them. So fruit wise, what I always eat is bananas, oranges, and berries. Berries, all t- strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, because they're naturally low in carb and high in antioxidants. So I don't not that I feel guilty. It's just it's just better for me if I have if I have less carb. So I try to stick more uh, with the berries. For for our vegetables, uh, usually green. So a lot of spinach, kale, uh, lettuce, tomato, cucumber. Collard Greens, uh Buck choy when Matt's over. Nothing really nothing really too complex because like I said, I don't I don't end up end up eating it. It's it's it looks good in the cart and it's a good idea to have, but I've learned that sometimes too much variety is is, is a bad thing. So very simple person when it comes to food.
1: Buy buck choy when Matt visits.
2: <laughs> uh because Matt got me started on, on that on that buck choy. So I never really had it up until he he kind of introduced it to me last year, and and I like it. I like putting it in a pan and just putting it with some with some butter and just sautéing it. Some and I just sauce. eat it with with some mushrooms. Yeah, with teriyaki, with teriyaki sauce or some orange chicken sauce, um, something simple like, like that. And I enjoy it, so I eat it. I tried it. Like I said, I used to buy green peppers. I used to buy all this these greens, and I and I all I did was look at them, and then I end up throwing away because they just go bad. So yeah, so that's like my my number one. When people ask for diet advice because I'm because we're all nurses and stuff I just say just get vegetables and fruits that you're going to eat don't overdo it just because it looks nice in a fridge just because it's colorful if you're not gonna eat it don't waste your time with it
1: yeah also too like if you don't know how to cook with it I feel like people are going to be less likely to even grab it because they don't know what to do with it you know
2: yeah very true my thing is if you don't know how to cook it just throw it in the pan with some butter it's gonna end up tasting good
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of salt and pepper and you're good to go yeah yeah
2: exactly yeah
1: have you ever noticed like when you are working and then you are starting to feel that like mental fatigue, is there anything specifically that you reach in those moments or is it similar to what you mentioned?
2: Coffee. I'm, I'm a big, <laughs> I'm, a big uh, I'm a big, coffee addict so like I said, I stop eating at, at midnight usually. Sometimes it's like 1am depending on, on how busy work gets but definitely protein. Protein always holds me over so I try to get at least one gram of protein per per pound in body weight. I try to get 1.5 and that keeps me full. And what I've noticed is if I eat closer to midnight when I'm working, it usually holds me off uh, throughout the rest of the night. But I kind of have to force myself to eat more just because I know I'm not going to be eating for a long time. Sometimes I feel full and I have all this food left over to still eat and I kind of force myself to eat it. And then it kind of sucks. You're a little bloated and you're a little kind of slow in the beginning. But then probably like an hour later, uh, you feel a lot better, and then once it's like six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight, eight o'clock in the morning, you don't have those cravings as bad because you just fill up on a, on a bunch of protein. And then protein shakes help help a lot as well. Sometimes I don't get all my protein with just the meat because sometimes it's just hard to get all that one 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 gram per per body weight or one point five. So protein shakes definitely help as well uh, with some milk. But snack wise, so sorry, I was go ahead.
1: gonna um I was gonna ask, do you have like a preferred brand for protein? protein um, something powder? something.
2: No, not, not really a way is probably to go to somebody clean that doesn't have a lot of additives. All I'm looking for is a high protein content with not a lot of uh, preservatives, not a lot of carbs, uh, but whatever's kind of on sale, that's, that's kind of quality protein. That's really, I don't, and I don't do vegetable protein. You know how they do plant-based protein. I'm not a big fan of plant-based protein because there's some studies that I looked into and I researched and plant-based protein isn't as bioavailable and isn't as effective as as meat protein. You're missing certain amino acids that you can get through plant-based. And I know everyone's going like plant-based, save the environment, whatever, but research shows that meat protein is a lot better for you than any kind of uh, plant-based protein because it's more bioavailable and it's more more protein dense and has a lot more amino acids. So I'm a big big, um, carnivore.
0: I was just gonna mention off Pete there, yeah, not to include the industrial seed oils that are in like beyond meat and the and the uh, the fake meat, which is just causing chronic inflammation in her body.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say too, even with like the complete protein and like the complete amino acid profile, I believe it's like tofu and one other option that vegetarians and vegans mm-hmm. can eat. So. Yeah, I've read that whey protein is like the way to go.
0: Um, I was just going to mention off the tofu, it's a great source of protein, but also it's very soy based, which is one, usually genetically modified, and two, it um, actually is an endocrine disruptor. So it actually mimics the same function as estrogen, which is disrupting your hormones. So maybe it could lead to infertility, hormone imbalance that could cause maybe migraines or headaches. So there's a lot associated with that as well to be careful for. Especially for dudes. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get breasts, man. I'm just going to include
1: that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh. So, I think, well, okay, so you mentioned foods. Um, what about water? Because I know, like, you mentioned coffee, but, like, do you make sure to drink a certain amount of water throughout your shift? Or is it, again, like, when you kind of get a chance or is it just, like, whenever you're
2: thirsty? So, funny that you asked because I, 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 uh base how much water I need to drink based off the color of my urine, <laughs> if it starts to get <laughs> yeah, yellow. I, I, really need, like, I know that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I'm at my work and I'm like, damn, my pee's looking extra yellow today. So I know how to to bump up on, on my water. So there's not really a certain amount that I focus on. It's more of like like the color of of, of my pee because of course sometimes I have like a strenuous workout where I sweat a lot, so I'm gonna need more water. So I don't say, hey, I need to drink. A gallon of water or this much mls per body weight i just base off off, off my pee my body's telling me how much water it needs if it's super yellow i need to uh, drink my water if it's clear it means i'm doing good yeah <laughs> you had too
0: many yeah. drinks and you broke <laughs> your broke seal us. man yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for nurses it's it's tough because sometimes i don't go to sometimes i don't go to a bathroom until like five six o'clock in the morning i hold my pee in for like six hours straight so it's, it's kind of rough to get all that water in. sometimes as, as a nurse but when um when my pee is definitely turning yellow, I at least try to chug a bunch of water in, in, a, in a, like a minute. When it's looking yellow, I just chug it. I I don't always have time to spread it out throughout the day. I just kind of binge drink it. And plus, it keeps me fuller uh, during nights as well. When I'm fasting, sometimes I just drink water just because I'm I'm hungry, so I drink that. Or I also do liquid IV uh, that has electrolytes. I do I do a lot a lot of that. I don't really do a lot of juices anything like that just because of the carb content. Um and coffee, coffee water is basically what I drink. Also lacroix any kind of Something that's like not calorie dense something like that but mostly i drink water alkaline preferably if available
1: i was gonna say you're, you're all over the place in the hospital i'm pretty sure <laughs> if there was alkaline water available that'd be nice but yeah
2: unfortunately we don't have alkaline water in the hospital but there's luckily i'm in san diego and like 10 minute drive there's like an alkaline water place so we literally have like um Three five gallon drug jugs or those big big jugs, and we just fill them up. And I kind of bring a, a jug to work with me.
1: Well, I think that those are those are all the food items you have for your list, right?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm like I said, I'm very carnivore based. Um, I eat a lot of meat. Carbs don't don't settle well with me. I get gas. I get bloated, and they don't and I get hungry too quickly. So, like I said, most of the stuff I eat is protein and it's dry, dry from meat. Like I said, there's this giant plant based craze, but never got into it. I did try to go go vegan one time with Matt for a few months and all only thing that happened was, was I gained a bunch of weight because I was eating a, a bunch of carbs and not not enough enough protein. So I'm a very big proponent of, of protein um, and I think people definitely need to eat meat in their diet. Should be a staple.
1: It's so funny because I'm vegetarian.
2: <laughs> Are you? Oh, Dan, maybe I can give in to you here. Dan, maybe man. I'll send you a few, a few research studies here. That to- that she's going to look up the tofu stuff, man. So, yeah. I- See, <laughs> yeah. Do you take vitamins like iron or B12, anything like that?
1: Um, so I eat a lot of nutritional yeast that has mm. that B12 mm. in it. So I don't have to supplement thankfully. Um, but I know when I initially started, like, I didn't really know how to feel my body the best, like, sorry, but
2: <laughs> here he I was talking about food.
1: Yeah. He's like, you have to feed me. <laughs> um, but when I initially went vegetarian, I didn't know how to like balance my meals. Mm. So I was, I was just in college at the time. So I've had like, <laughs> tater tots and black beans with salsa on top. <laughs> it's the nastiest. But it was so good. It was like a college meal. Um,
2: so why did you become a vegetarian?
1: Um, I actually, meat would uh, bother my stomach a lot. Like I, w- I would always have sharp pains. Um, I don't know if maybe just the way that meat is handled in America was bothering me, but I noticed once I cut it out, like I didn't have those issues anymore and mm-hmm. i kind of just stuck with it yeah. so it's like i i don't i know a lot of people when they're vegetarian or they're vegan they're like it's my brand but i'm i honestly just tell people i just don't eat animal yeah meat and that, that's
2: it. yeah i mean we're all different we're all different different bodies you know some people can't handle protein like like i handle protein and that's the thing people hop on these diets like keto carnivore diet vegan vegetarian pescatarian and it's like Usually with the aim of losing weight, but all those diets are really doing to you is you're eliminating something. So based, they're all basically elimination diets. And of course, if you eliminate something that you normally eat, you're consuming less calories, so you're gonna lose weight regardless, no matter what diet you're on. But you have to you have to eat eat the foods that your body likes. Like you said, you don't you don't eat a lot of, a lot of meat because it doesn't settle well for you. I don't eat a lot of carbs because they don't settle well with well with me either. So you have to kinda of figure out your own. There's no there's no one diet for every individual individual out there. Precision
0: nutrition, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah
1: yeah for sure well since just, you listed all yours now it's matt's turn
0: okay um i'm gonna try to do the best i can add to mimic because we kind of have the same lifestyle for for the most part do you want me to go about the whole shift thing and all that stuff too or just go over food options more because you already understand now the life of a roller, how the the schedule is for the most part
1: yeah that's a good point you can just go into your list of foods.
0: okay So when it comes to the morning time breakfast, I always have eggs as a staple, as you know, they have the full complexity of the amino acids, protein, all that good stuff. So usually three eggs with some mushroom spinach in it, sometimes some bacon and on the side, I'll have a toast of Ezekiel bread, usually with some, with some, uh, spread with cream cheese and cut up cucumbers, salt, pepper there. And then on the side, you could prepare like tomatoes, cucumbers with some green onion that tastes really good. And when it comes to the rest of the meals, of course, there's like four main categories you could that you should be living healthy as a lifestyle, right? You need your protein, which is from the meat, you have your vegetables and fruits that give you minerals and vitamins, and then you have your nuts and seeds that give you the healthy fats and all the other uh, vitamins and everything else. So th- that's like the staple, right? So if it's going to be lunch or dinner, if you have a some red meat, maybe steak, flank you maybe have chicken maybe some ground meat you can make uh, um like not salads i should say what am i saying you could use so when you go to a grocery store you like to figure out what you want to get so for the most part, break label out your day of what you should be kind of pairing up right so if you have red meat what does it go well with you could have some asparagus maybe a potato you can make a salad boom you have your one meal another meal you're thinking about ground beef okay i could put that uh, I could cook it as ground beef. I could make tacos out of it, which is awesome and easy to do with tortilla and salsa verde and all that. And you could also make your dishes as far as using some quinoa, uh, cooking with some um, ground turkey. You you could use um, spaghetti sauce to mix up. You could use teriyaki sauce. So whatever kind of hits that mood, you could just switch up your vegetables. But if you get like the standard, which is mushrooms broccoli you can get bok choy and you can just use those very very versatile on your meals another awesome one is swiss chard so it's really healthy and it's really easy to make what i like doing is just uh, cutting it up cooking it on some butter if you're vegan or vegetarian you could cook it on an olive oil whatever it is with some garlic uh you let it boil up a bit a- on the pan and then just some salt pepper and it tastes phenomenal um what else do we have when it comes to hospital snacks for nurses that are easy to make? Uh, one of them is overnight oats. Very simple to make, right? You could just uh, two, three cups of oatmeal. And then you just do a one to one ratio with water or milk. If you choose, uh, you put that in the fridge for 24 hours. And then afterwards, you could add chocolate chips, blueberries, all that good stuff to it, because if you add it beforehand, it'll become very soggy. Um, so yeah, overnight oats are awesome. You can put some peanut butter in there, any kind of berries. You can add your nuts in there as far as chia seeds or flax seeds. So it's very versatile as a meal. And usually as a nurse, you're on the go doing stuff. So that is a awesome meal for nurses. As far as the snack, sometimes I think what we figured out is RX bars are the cleanest, um, cleanest snack for a nurse as far as a snack bar versus kind and all of them. Uh, because even on their uh, bars, the marketing, it says three egg whites, six almonds, four cashews, two dates and no BS. So it's very clean ingredients. If you're somebody that's health conscious and want to maximize your health, I would also say I recently uh, working in my shifts. I switched to like salads. So if you have your choice of protein, that could be chicken, steak or turkey. Usually you can uh, make a quick salad with, um, uh, what are we doing? Romaine lettuce, some sprouts, which are very uh, nutritionist, some cucumber, tomato, you could add some avocado, red onion in there. So that's an easy salad to make. It could sit in the fridge and snack on it whenever you can. And the problem with most salads when nurses eat them or in general, the public is the vet, the dressing. That's the thing that really ruins everything because they put a lot of soybean oil which as you know, it causes a lot of inflammation in the body because of the omega-6s. So there's a brand called Primal Kitchen and they have their dressing off um, olive oil and avocado oil. So that's a really cool brand to have if you are into salads. What else we got? As far as nutrition, I mean, coffee, green tea, and water as as a staple. So usually no no sodas, anything like that. I try to not eat two hours before bed. You know what happens? You want to snack on something, and as far as like snacks uh, Throughout the day Fruits are the way to go So you could cut up some pineapple Put some tahi- tahina on it You could uh, cut up some blueberries Mix it with some Greek yogurt Put some granola on there Chia seeds And use all those ingredients So yeah uh, Cherries recently I've been loving those And
2: um, You mentioned salads real quick I remember So sometimes what I do When I'm getting bored of Like just the typical side salad Sometimes I do is A bacon broccoli salad which is bake, bacon? You cut up, to, you, you pan fry it, couple into little pieces, throw with some with some broccoli, and then with like the glaze or the sauce, uh, it's mayo. So try to get like clean mayo. You can get get clean mayo fairly easily with all the extra pr- preservatives. Uh, a little bit of mayo mixed in with vinegar. You just mix it. I don't have the exact measurements because I cook like a Polish mom and I just use, I everything basically. So, you know, it just doesn't, and as you can do it for taste, if you want it more sour, you could add more vinegar. If it's too sour, you can maybe add a little bit of honey in there and just mix the mayo, honey, and vinegar together. And that's like your, your kind of vinaigrette and you just pour it over the, the bacon and broccoli. And that's like a, a good salad where you're getting enough protein. You're getting some fats, but you're also getting uh, the the broccoli because I know broccoli is really good for you. But sometimes it's, it's boring to eat and it doesn't taste very well. So I try to always pair my my vegetables up with something um something that's that's tasty. And I also may, mentioned potatoes. So a fun thing about potatoes is they're uh, they're technically a high glycemic index food, but when you boil them. Uh, you get rid of a lot of that and it doesn't become as, as a high glycemic food. And if you could put those potatoes after you boil them into the fridge, they become even less of a glycemic in, index food. So people that like potatoes are, are maybe like um, respect their sugars or, or maybe they just don't do, do well with high starches. You can just boil them, put them in the fridge and make the mashed potatoes the next day. And it turns into um, a lot more, you could say, nutritious thing.
0: You bring up a good uh, point there, Pete, because you should be stacking your diet with protein equally with carbs, because if you eat just a high carb meal, let's just say we eat two bagels and the an English muffin, you go to work, what happens is you have such a spike in insulin where in four hours, you'll experience that crash. So yes, your body's receiving enough calories, but your insulin was spiked so high, you release so much insulin, it dipped so where you have that crash, and now you, your body needs another re up. And most people are Coasting throughout their day on this up and down thing because of the glycemic index versus eating oatmeal. It's more of a complex uh, carbohydrate. It takes longer to break down, and you won't uh, feeling you won't feel those
2: crashes. And also try to get clean oatmeal because. What's that one thing in a lot of ohmios, Matt, that Matt, that, that's illegal in Europe? Phosphate. Yeah, yeah. So try to get that. A lot of these like high-end brands, they, they have the, the glycophosphate, glyphosphate in there, so you got to kind of be careful. So you, you got to Google it because we try to minimize as much processed things and as much, uh, you can say, pesticides as you can. Of course, it's impossible to completely avoid them, but we try to eat as clean as possible. And now I'm remembering also for for snacks, when I'm feeling a little, a little frisky, a little I got a sweet tooth going on, What's a good snack to have is a mixture of like Greek yogurt, fruits, and some granola. And that's like my my go-to when I'm really craving some something sweet, and that's that's definitely on a more of a healthier and than just something that's like ice cream or pudding or whatever people eat for for snacks nowadays. I'm
1: trying to see if anyone actually eats ice cream for a snack. <laughs> I feel like during the day I no. Um but actually I have a quick question for you Matt. So you mentioned how you switched to salads like why like i guess like what caused that change um and what were you eating before that i guess
0: salads replaced a great question just being conscious of how much vegetables you're consuming so if i'm not consuming enough vegetables i'm just being honest with myself like it's okay hey how can we include them more all right make sure with every meal you could throw something in and salads are just easier because if you're trying to cut down some weight you're minimizing the carbs from a potato or whatever else. So you're just leaning out at that point. So depending on your fitness goal, you could be making that switch. But of course, diet versus lifestyle, it's always better to have a lifestyle of choosing the salad versus trying to eat a salad only when you're trying to reach a target weight and then bounce back because you switched over back to potatoes. So yeah, bounce is key in that case.
1: Got it. I was also um, gonna say, you mentioned overnight oats and I know there's a huge debate Cause I feel like people either love overnight oats or they hate it. <laughs> so I guess like um, some people complain about like the texture or like just how it, I don't know. I guess people prefer like cooked oats as opposed to overnight oats. So I guess, is that an issue for you? Or do you just naturally like, do you just enjoy it? And you don't have any
0: like, yeah, I have, yeah. My palate is fine where it tastes good. I put the right things in it. So afterwards when I mix the fruits and maybe put some honey on top it it tastes really good. I have no issues with the texture.
1: So you're all for the overnight oats. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm for the oats. I love both, uh, both ways of oatmeal being cooked. Yeah.
1: For sure. Well, I mean, uh, those are like the main questions I had, I guess in general, I know you stressed a lot, how, you know, it's important to figure out what you need, right. To make sure you feel good when you're working and then also get those vitamins and minerals and all those nutritious food options. Um, but was, is there anything else you would want to add or you would want featured? Um, just for context in the article, it's going to look like an intro and then it's going to have a listicle where it's going to have each option with like more context that you both provided on each option. Um, and then there's a footer at the bottom that kind of just wraps up the whole article. So, is there any tips that you would provide to nurses just, you know, when they're thinking about, you know, how to meal prep for the day, especially when they're about to work 12 hours? Like, is there any tips that you would provide?
0: I would say mostly just to be aware of those four categories you want to get your main nutrition from right so your protein, in this case, it could be meat or tofu, then you have your vegetables. So make sure there's, you're getting that throughout the day, you have your fruits, and then your nuts and your seeds. So as long as you have four those, four of those categories down, you're going to be well off in your lifestyle and your nutrition.
2: I would say av- avoid um, high sugary foods when, when you're at work because well, what Matt mentioned, you're going to get a nice spike of energy, but then you're going to end up crashing. And also, if you're trying to change your diet habits or your lifestyle, feel free to explore new foods, but actually eat the foods that you're going to actually stick to. Like for example, if you, for some reason, can't stop eating pistachios or can't get away from not eating granola or something, then it's okay to have that, but work around that that as well. You know, if you're trying to have certain goals, and if you don't have goals with with your diet, that's not a bad thing. Just like Matt said, try to eat a a diet based on all the whole foods, every everything like that. And don't don't just start a diet just to lose weight. Change change your lifestyle. It's all it's all about the lifestyle. Diets are only temporary. And if you think of your nutrition as a diet, you're never going to be satisfied. You're always going to be changing. You're always going to be going to be un- unhappy because you're always going to be looking at doing something different than, than like your standard. And gear, gear your diet ter- towards your body. If protein meat doesn't work well with you, minimize it. Try something else. If carbs don't don't sit well with you, minimize it. Eat something else. And also, uh, one thing is, is fats. I feel a lot of people are scared of fats. And a lot of people don't know that you need to consume fat for your hormones. You can have a lot of hormone imbalances, a lot of problems with, with your body if you don't consume enough fats. So avoid trans fats uh, just get your healthy fats in through avocados, through different kind of meats if you're if you're a meat eater. Because a lot of people say, "Hey, I'm gonna lose weight. I'm gonna burn fat by stop eating fats." But then they start getting different kind of GI issues, different kinds kinds of uh, rashes or, or whatever. Because a lot of our hormones are also made in our gut. So if you don't have a happy gut, you're not gonna have good hormones.
1: Yeah, I actually wrote an article on how gut health can actually impact mental health as well. Mm. So there's a whole conversation around that, so I think too, it's like the more you diversify and you fuel your body, you know, just overall, it's gonna help uh, with your health. Um, but those are all of the questions that I had. I know I mentioned I talking more. through. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Go ahead. Um, <laughs>
0: this is this is for the nurses. Caffeinate properly because a lot of us drink caffeine and they say, okay, and I could just knock right out. But you should be ca- uh, caffeinating your dose properly. Where hey, if you're going to bed at 10pm, you should probably cut off your caffeine by 2pm because the half life of caffeine lasts longer in your body. And that's going to directly impact your REM sleep. So you're trying to caffeinate to stay awake, but then your body's not properly resting when you're going to sleep. And it creates this uh, toxic loop of needing caffeine to stay awake.
2: Yeah, yeah, I got one more thing too, because you just reminded me, especially for for night shifts, I highly recommend nurses doing some kind of intermittent fasting for night shifts. Because your body is, is so thrown out of whack, you're working your nights, you should always should always try to keep something normal. So maybe you don't have to go as wild as doing the 18 and 6 where you fast from midnight to 4 p.m. and then eat from 4 p.m. to midnight, but maybe something a little less uh, less heavy, maybe a 12-hour fast where maybe you stop eating at midnight and then start eating you know more towards it in the morning. Because I see a lot of nurses, they, they eat all night and they have problems with, with, with their gut, Problems with staying awake, with falling asleep, they get girth, things like that. So that usually happens is because your body's normally is used to, and your circadian rhythm is used to sleeping at that time, at four o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, one o'clock in the morning. you Your body's supposed to be sleeping, so try to kind of avoid that. Try to like low up yourself on foods be, before your like kind of sleep time. You you could say I know you're working, but when you think your body wants to, to to be resting, so. So like on board a lot of foods and then try to not eat for a good chunk of, of that that night, like especially uh, stay away from those like sugary snacks. Because nurses always are, are always snacking. And I see nurses snacking like three o'clock in the morning. They <laughs> down like two or three granola bars, uh, and then they like can't sleep and a are wired. And then they get tired during report at six because it's like no shit. You know you just ate a giant sugary snack three hours ago. You're out, you're gonna you're gonna crash now. So yeah, so try to try to balance that as much as you can.
1: How long does it take to get used to a night shift?
2: um never s- never
1: uh, <laughs> i was gonna say from how it, it sounds like it i don't know because i i know a lot of people that are nurses and they work night shifts and i'm just like i don't know how y'all do it because i feel like that requires so
2: much yeah it, it does so for me um what, what i do basically i try to first of all align my nights so i try to do three in a row of course this contract is kind of they're kind of not very compliant with my requests but usually i try to get three in a row and then for a night i I get tired so i stay caffeinated i'd probably drink like two or three cups of coffee from midnight till till 6am i don't have any problems falling asleep when I, when I get off. So that's luck lucky for me. But what I do is to kind of throw my body back into like a homeostasis, you could say, is when I get off my three in a row, I don't go to sleep the next morning. So like, for example, today I got off work at about 7.30. I got home like around eight and I've been awake ever since. So I stay stay awake and I go to the gym. I work out. I do some like light mental work. I don't do anything complex. Is of course I'm not 100. percent I'm not on my, my not performing at my optimum. But maybe some some basic work. We over some blog posts. Maybe write some some ideas. Do some laundry or stuff around the house. And like I said, I work out. I work out for like three hours to stay awake. And then I like I stay awake till about nine ten p.m. And then I then I crash. But then I, I crash where I could sleep throughout the whole night and I wake up at a normal time like eight o'clock in the morning nine o'clock in the morning. Because what I have noticed is that improves me a lot more because what I used to do is I used to go to sleep after I do my three in a row. I'll go to sleep at like eight o'clock in the morning and I will wake up at four. And then I would do a few things around the house and I couldn't sleep. So now I would go back, go to sleep at like two or three o'clock in the morning and I'm back into the same dilemma and problem I, I was at. So I force myself to stay awake for that, that whole day when, when, I, when I get off. It's hard. I look tired. It, it is what it is. But for my body, once I get past noontime, I'm good because I straight from work, I hit, hit the gym. I hit, it, I hit it hard. It's the hardest thing I, I I do all day, and then my body kind of just almost like subconsciously slips back into homeostasis like a normal normal lifestyle. It's hard to do. It was hard hard to do. It probably took me a solid month, month and a half to get used to it, but I feel so much better afterwards.
1: Well, that's good.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know
1: if I'd be able to do it, but... You can do it. <laughs> I don't know.
2: Bad. 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 Start doing
0: SEO blog, uh, what's it called? A reviewing yeah. at 3 a.m. to like 6
2: a.m. See how it feels. Maybe maybe you need some meat in your diet. <laughs> I actually
1: I I feel like if I had meat because it's been like six years now. I feel like if I had meat, like I would, my body would go into diarrhea. I, I, I don't know. I I'm pretty sure I would have like stomach pains. Like yeah, I just yeah. feel like it would be a mess. So <laughs> I don't know if I'll eat meat anytime soon. Um,
2: Do you eat seafood or what seafood? no no hmm. that's something
0: we should have mentioned too like salmon is a staple um that we try to eat, like at least once a week to be honest and uh specifically the uh north atlantic one because that one doesn't have um they don't put uh, food coloring in their antibiotics they, they they put um like the yellow color in the um, the feed so the salmon looks more like pinkish and whatever color they want it to be yeah
2: Red six, I believe, or red, red seven. Six, yeah. <laughs> yellow 40, yellow
0: 40, yeah, yeah. Blue 60. <laughs>
1: I did not oh, yeah. know that. That's good yeah. to know. <laughs> I don't eat salmon, but I know people that do, so I'll flag that to them.